Hi, I'm Dave Westberg, and you're listening to Billboard Insider Podcast, where I interview industry leaders about trends impacting the U.S. out-of-home advertising business. This podcast is sponsored by the Ultimate Out-of-Home Sales Guide, the book that gives you the tools you need to sell out-of-home effectively. Purchase your copy at billboardinsider.com backslash publications. Today's guest is Anna Bogger, President and CEO of the Out-of-Home Advertising Association of America. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be here again. Anna, let's review the top stories of the past year. Well, I think this past year has been a fabulous year for Out of Home. The real top story throughout the year, or at least the first three quarters, has obviously been our incredible growth. 40% in Q1, 30-something in Q2, and now 265 in Q3, which is unprecedented. And also, by the way, happening at a time when other media channels are shrinking. We are the fastest growing advertising platform there is at the moment. And even though obviously next year is going to be probably a little tough, I don't see it slowing down. We're going to be back at 2019 levels. So I think that that's a big top story. I think other things that are incredible and out of home is just, you know, all the innovation that we've seen in this past year. The digital transformation is truly happening. Programmatic is maybe not taking off as fast as we had thought it would be, but I feel like the knowledge in the industry around this platform, how to use it, how to more smartly use data and the tools that we have at our hand to better reach brands is another big thing and definitely something that I will remember from this year. Then I think it's just, you know, the big interest that we are seeing in our platform. The fact that advertisers are not only paying more attention to out of home, asking more questions, but they are definitely investing more in it. And I think will continue to do so next year. It's just, you know, our platform has really bounced back in a nice way. And I really think that that's the real top story. Then some really amazing creative out there. I think advertising as a whole, from a creative perspective, has gone from what in 2019 was a little kind of a lot of little cute puppies and not much of soul there. And then, of course, we went through a difficult time for everyone. I think we've come out on the other side with just like more interesting, authentic stories. I think advertisers have become much better at telling their stories to consumers in a way that matters to them. It sounds a little cliche, but I think that that's true. And I think our platform has really delivered there and and, and will continue to. So those, I think, are my key takeaways. One of the trends this year, it seems like advertisers are really taking advantage of some of the ways they can be flexible, day part with respect to digital ads. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I can talk about the the Tesco Ramadan ad that I wrote about in the piece that I just penned for the Drama Awards. First of all, again, this comes back to the innovation I talked about before. There's so much more you can do in Out of Home now. You could use day parting. You can use data in really intelligent ways. And I think the platform is just like, I think that advertisers has realized the importance of location and context. So when you combine that, you could send truly powerful messages to specific communities. And the Tesco Ramadan ad is just like a really, really cool campaign that it didn't run, you know, in, in the U.S., I believe, but but in England. And it really takes advantage of all the levers we have and, and the science that goes into out of home. So it's an ad that showed during the day, no food, and during the night, more food. So really speaking to the audience that is that is observing Ramadan and, and then, you know, being in front of them at a time that really matters to them and finding them in places where they are. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was a really cool campaign. But I will say overall, uh, the, the submissions that was put into the Drama Awards these, this year were fantastic and outstanding and spoke to all the things that are important in advertising. It feels that like the medium has truly advanced and I'm really excited about what we're going to see for the OBs. 
Now, what are some emerging storylines we should be watching in 2023? First of all, it's worthwhile, you know, obviously keeping an eye on the economy, what's happening and and how is that affecting the overall world? I don't I don't necessarily think that the downturn is going to affect out of home that much. I have I have a strong sense that we're going to be fine, but I still think, you know, it's important to see what's going on, what advertisers are interfacing, kind of how how just consumers are responding to to the tougher times that we're going to be in. Obviously a big one, it's not a new one, but you know, signal loss, cookies going away, changes to iOS 14, and now, you know, changes in Android uh, will happen, which, you know, mobile IDs are going away, the ability to target consumers are being less and less present for advertisers. This is an issue. Privacy regulation is definitely something that is not the same thing, but ties into that. And that's going to affect how how advertising is being performed and done in the coming year. And and you are seeing now the results of of that signal loss in the results of some of those big advertising companies, in particular on the on the digital side. So I think it's important to follow that. On the privacy end, there is definitely a possibility and likelihood that there will be at least a start of some attempt to do federal regulation uh, on the privacy side, which will of course be good because. Privacy laws today are very different in every state. So to get to some sort of consensus, make it easier to advertise will help. But at the same time, the the net is tightening. Again, I think this is a big opportunity for out of home because we are not suffering from some of the same problems that traditional media does. We run too many media and we don't use data in the same way. We're not really, we're targeting more based on content. I mean, I just spoke about data, but it's a different use of data. But still, we're not immune to it. So I think it's a, it's a big storyline and I think it's something we should follow. We should make the most of it, but also be aware of how we are using data and how we're talking about our medium so we're not putting ourselves in a bad light. So, Anna, uh, we talked about recession, cookies and privacy. What are some other storylines that are important in this next year? Well, tying into signal loss is just the shift in how, how advertisers are viewing different advertising platforms. So I think I said this in an op-ed that I penned when I came back from the ANA event that took place in October this year. P&G, Mark Pritchard gave a speech where he talked about reaching underserved and underprivileged audiences where they are. People who might not have a computer or even access to the internet and and to change the messaging to them and make sure that, you know, they're they're reaching into those communities. I mean, out of home is a big part of being able to reach those com- communities. In fact, I think we might be the only opportunity and it's not just png that's a it's a big thing on the on the cpg side in general and probably for other forms of media too or brands too so so that's a big part like again the power of the locations that we have where you can't really reach consumers anymore because local television and print is not really a big thing so that's a big one i think a category that i I am excited for for next year is pharma Hmm. Television not being where it used to be means that pharma advertisers have a harder time to advertise. It's always been tricky with pharma because of all the disclosures and everything that surrounds it. But I still think it's a big opportunity for out of home. So that's another storyline that I, I think we should, we will see, and or maybe we should help drive forward a little bit. Yes. A couple items on my list that I, I just wanted to get your take on. One is accreditation and measurement What's your sense about what what could be happening in accreditation and measurement for for the out-of-home business? Well, that's a huge storyline, too, and a huge step forward, hopefully, for the industry. There, as you all know, I think, who are listening to this podcast, the MRC has leaned in to create better standards for out-of-home when it comes to measurement. There will probably most likely be a standard in Q1 of next year. At least that's the target if everything goes 
per plan and, and public review. Now, when the MRC say that they create a standard for measurement, I just want to clarify, that does not mean that they are creating measurement. They're creating a process that's accepted for advertisers and agencies to have faith in our medium and what they're buying, that an apple is an apple and a pear is a pear, and that it's all put together in a way that works, um, at least if it's done right. So getting that standard in place is a, is a huge win for the industry because it's just going to build so much more faith in what we're doing. A lot of advertisers don't want to transact unless there's MRC accredited measurement. So it opens up a whole new pool of advertising to us. And, and of course, which I think I've said before, it hopefully also provides the ability to better compare out of home to other media channels, which will help drive growth. And especially, I think, the important and potentially programmatic environment. So that's a huge one, a big win for the industry. It lets us play in a whole different playground, so to speak. That's, that's a big one. I think we're making huge strides when it comes to measurement in general, uh, not just, you know, all the exciting work that Geopath has been doing with their re-envisioning and the new Geopath that I think we will see in this coming year, but also just around metrics that matter when it comes to performance and meeting advertisers' KPIs. I think we'll see a lot more developments around attribution and, and media mix, mix modeling metrics in the coming year. And that, that's important for the industry because that's what, what makes advertisers tick. If you sell out-of-home advertising, you need the Ultimate Out-of-Home Sales Guide. This book gives you the tools you need to sell out-of-home effectively. Wish I had this book earlier in my career, says Paul Sarah of Badger Consulting. Good stuff, comments, Keystone Outdoors, Lisa DeFelice. This gives an owner or sales manager a nice reference tool, adds Chris Kalbeck of the IBO USA. Purchase your copy of the Ultimate Out-of-Home Sales Guide at billboardinsider.com backslash publications. Honor, the OAAA just released U.S. out-of-home revenue figures for the third quarter of 2022. What struck you in those numbers? Well, I mean, the industry is still going really strong. We are growing faster than any other media channel, and that's amazing. We are very close to, and I, if we are not going to hit 2019 levels, we might as well hit a little bit above it. So I think that that was, that was really, really comforting. And I am hoping we're going to have a really good Q4 as well, as I said. I think what's interesting is that about almost, well, almost 80% of the top 100 advertisers increased their out-of-home spend from Q3 in 2021. And nearly 32% of the top 100 doubled their spend. So I think we're seeing there's new incremental revenue coming in. We're seeing a lot of new brands that are interested in out of home that are spending more, just starting to spend or solidify their spending in the pandemic when they, maybe they tried it. And now they're doing even more, but also the traditional advertisers that have really spent a lot of money on out of home for a long time are increasing their spend and believe in the channel. So I think that the, the numbers are just absolutely terrific. We've gone from being, we're back at a GDP plus business where we're out of home going into the pandemic was growing in excess of the U.S. economy. And now we're back growing in excess of the U.S. economy. And that is great. We have an out of home show coming up March 27th to 29th in Nashville. How's it shaping up and what will some of the themes be? Well, I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but I'm hoping we can go out with the first line of speakers this week, which may be the week before this is released. So hopefully when you listen to this, you've seen our first lineup of speakers. It's shaping out really well. 
I'm very excited for it. Nashville, I think, is a is a really cool place to have an event. It seems to be a draw for both an audience as well as the guests that we're hoping to have there. We will have a stellar lineup of advertisers. We'll talk about some of the things that I talked about here, the big storylines, cross-media advertising, signal loss, and how that can be a positive for the industry, and of course, measurement. There will be and those those different themes we will tackle from a number of different issues or angles, whether it's creative, whether it's sales, whether it's how it fits within a programmatic environment, how it fits, it fits in a broader picture, what it means to brands, and then how we as media companies, whether you're focused on national advertising or, or local, how we can leverage those trends. So I think we're building a really solid agenda. Then we'll have some inspiring speakers on stage talking about you know things that will spark your your creativity and hopefully make you think of new ideas in your business and in your life. We will most certainly talk about the economy because that that is going to be a big theme over next year. And then hopefully we'll have some fun too. And of course the OB Awards. So yes. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic event. The seminars are great. The awards are fun. And just, I would stress the fortuitous meetings in the hallway where you can run into someone that you maybe haven't seen in the last couple of years when we were doing everything online because of COVID. Now you can meet and mingle and uh, the fortuitous meetings are priceless part of what's, what's part of the convention. They are. And I think we've seen that in, in, in not just it at the, well, the, the convention in, in May in Marco Island certainly was proof of that, but continued events throughout the year where out of home, the, the industry has gathered, has been well attended and really, really positive and, and fun because people wanted to get back together. So I think we can expect to see that in Nashville. We're certainly going to do our best to, to make that happen in a nice way for everyone. We have a lot of independent out-of-home company listeners of the podcast and readers of our website. Why should an independent out-of-home company join the OAAA? And what's your message to the independent out-of-home companies? Well, I mean, first of all, not just why they, well, my personal message, and I think the message from the association is that we need you. Out-of-home is about scale, it's about reach, and it's about location. And we need companies that are everywhere in every little nook and cranny of the company of the country because that's how this industry is going to be successful. It's about 70% of all spending out of home. So local is a big part of an independent billboard operators and independent out of home companies, I should say, are a big part of, of this industry and therefore very important. So we want, we're your trade association. We want you to be involved, give us feedback and help us drive the industry forward. There's a often a misconception that we're only for the big three or the big five or the big six. We are not. We are for the whole industry. And the best way to have an influence is to lean in and be a part of what we do. Now, for the companies, why they should be members for, for them, I mean, I think, first of all, there's no other trade association, no other organization that can do what we do when it comes to government affairs lobbying. Protecting the industry, both obviously when it comes to the billboard, billboard side, where we are strong in what we've done for years, right? maintaining the Highway Beautification Act, lobbying on things that matter to real estate and to First Amendment issues and things that really matter to infrastructure, really matter to our industry. But, you know, we are also very focused on taxation, both on a, on a state as well as a federal level and making sure that our industry doesn't get hit with some extra cost. And then obviously privacy, as I said, is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an area that we are increasing our focus on. And I think 
public policy, government affairs is important to every industry and to us in particular. It upholds our infrastructure. But it's not just about protecting the industry. It's again about, you know, finding new opportunities in places where others might suffer, (laughs) Mm -hmm. such as around privacy. And I think that's something that we're focused on, not just protecting the industry, but also helping the industry grow. And the, the government affairs part of OAAA does a lot of work there. So that's number one. I mean, then we do a lot of research that hopefully will be helpful, not just to have a better messaging to advertisers as to why they should buy out of home, but also how out of home fits within the broader media ecosystem or how you can sell against other channels that are competitive, whether that's digital media or television or print. We are trying to constantly uh, put proof points out there that our members can use. So I think that that's a big reason to be a member of the association. We talked about conferences and events. It's a nice place to mingle and talk to colleagues and exchange ideas. And we want to create more opportunity for independents to do that in the coming year. We are actually putting together an advisory board for independent billboard operators that will help us guide, you know, the output that we're putting out for webinar sales training and research for that particular community and also help bring bring you guys on this who are listening into our fold. And then we're doing the same for other parts of out of home transit, airports, place based around video. So it's it's really taking, you know, making 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 the most of all, all the work that we're doing with you or for you when it comes to finding proof points. And then all the standards and guidelines. This industry is going through a transformation. We are not going to be completely digital, but digital is going to be part of what we're doing. We need to constantly maintain our narrative, our our definitions, our guidelines, our our framework for the industry so advertisers better understand how and why to buy us. And then obviously how we can transact in these digital environments. And that's something that we are very focused on and another reason to be of the OAAA. Wearing my independent out of home hat, I will tell you, OAAA is my insurance policy against regulatory risk. When sign codes were being rewritten post Reed Gilbert, OAAA was the one that was really making sure that when the sign codes were getting rewritten, they were being rewritten in a way that worked for the out of home industry. When the scenic made their big push to try and do away with digital signs, OAAA was the one carrying the ball for the industry. I even think when you know, the, the the Reagan-Austin case was being argued. There were some things that were being said by the anti-billboard people in some of the briefs that were just out and out wrong. And OAAA was the one that said, wait a minute, some things are being said here that are wrong about the industry <laughs> and was correcting the errors. And so it's it's being willing to you know, it's my insurance policy against regulatory risk in Washington. But I, I also, I will tell you, as an independent operator, it's a great resource. You know, just last week, I'm talking with Kerry Yochum about, Yochum about one of your staffers about a very particular type of a regulatory issue. And the guy's just a, a fund of information. Communities every now and then get these crazy ideas. They can amortize billboards. Well, the OAAA has a white paper that you can use to frame your arguments when you go into a city council to argue against standardization. And so it's to me, it's an and you, you've mentioned all of these resources, the marketing studies, the carrying the case for out of home to the to the buyers. It's just a tremendous resource and it's it's great value. And I for my money and I speak I speak as a small operator that watches every single penny. 
Well, thank you for that, Dave. I mean, I obviously agree. And if you ever don't want to work for Billboard Insider, come work for us as a salesperson. <laughs> that was not a sponsored uh, native <laughs> ad, by the way, audience. No, it's but, it's. Yeah, but, but but you're right, right? I I mean, we we do, that is the main. It's not the only reason, but it's one of the main right. reasons for the existence of the AAA. And I think no matter where you're playing in the out of home ecosystem, you should know that we are with great devotion leaning in monitoring. I mean, there's a number of things that you guys don't even hear about that's happening around different groups who may not love uh, our form of advertising as much that we're monitoring and talking to and, and, and trying to influence as best we can. So that's a big part. I mean, you mentioned Kerry Yoakum. He's doing tireless and incredible work on the state side, leaning into different state associations, helping uh, driving uh, developments forward and, and making sure that unfavorable laws are not being passed. And by the way, him and our government affairs team just like our marketing team, really, but they are a great, you could just lift the phone and call them and he will help. Yes. You. So those are great resources. And I am still, I will say three years into this job, amazed by the amount of calls and ground that they cover with very few people. That's definitely a reason for being a member, for sure. That's all for this week. Thanks for appearing on the show, Autumn. Thank you. This podcast was edited by Lucas Jones and sponsored by the Ultimate Out-of-Home Sales Guide. Purchase your copy of the guide at billboardinsider.com backslash publications. You can listen to episodes of the Billboard Insider podcast by visiting billboardinsider.com or subscribing to the Billboard Insider podcast at any of the usual podcast outlets. My email is davewestberg at billboardinsider.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple of weeks.